dropping stuff? Where'd you drop? <laughs> it's on the floor. Where? I don't know. Why are you taking me like that? No more. Lucas, don't drop it. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back, listeners. We, we we are now on episode two, two. of Disney Plus's Hawkeye series, uh, Hide and Seek, episode two. Um, and you're listening to Fanboy Protocol with Michelle and Adam. Hi. Yum. Aren't they good? They're so numb. Mm. Eating the peppermint Hershey Kisses. Tis the season. Tis the season for Peppermint Hershey Kisses for our Christmas show. Yeah, which I I also think I forgot to talk up in the last one. How excited are you for the theme of the show, your favorite time of the year? I love Christmas. Anything Christmas. It's like um actually one of the things that I appreciated the show so far because I know how much you love Christmas. And a lot of the music and each scene, mm-hmm. whether it's like a saluthy scene or a fun scene. It's a they, lot of Christmas. They pick tones. a Christmas music and then just like turn... Uh, change the um the, the tone of it a little bit to just like match the mood of the scene why don't you make them into little circles I, that's the only way i thought i did it's a game oh my gosh <laughs> well but yeah these are addictive yes so episode two very fun you get to see this new dynamic between the two of them because they technically didn't meet till the final second of the last episode so finally they get to be together Mm-hmm. Which is a fun time. We get um, to see a lot of Kate Bishop, uh, Hawkeye worship. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. her favorite Avenger. Which that he's a normal person, and that's the thing that I appreciate and find interesting. But you know, it's his focused show. But you go to the uh, the musical, and that was last episode, the first episode, first episode. Um, and you got the guy tracking him down in the urinal, yeah. asking for an autograph. You know, guy, this isn't the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, you got, uh, you know, everybody and then Kate included being like, you're basically my favorite Avenger. And I think it's cool that there's people out there that worship the human character like him or Nat who don't have superpowers being like, you're my favorite. Mm-hmm. And as you've pointed out now, we appreciate the representation of people of like the deaf community. So he's ah. leaning more. Um, into the uh, handicap and people still are like, you're my favorite. And that's yeah. really cool. I love a nod to the representation. Representation is very important in all kinds of media. Absolutely. I am a huge supporter of all kinds of representation. Um, it's very, very important. You don't realize that it's important when you're normally represented in media. When you see the kids who aren't typically and they literally light up when they see themselves reflected. Mm-hmm. Heart warming, way to Michelle's heart. Absolutely, way to my heart. Oh, wow. Um, I don't know where I was going. Well, but I love how she called him out on being like the cool and collected type, and that people don't necessarily want that anymore. Well, so that brings me to one of the points I want to cover. So the big, the big elephant in the room, fun part for this episode, mm-hmm. the LARPing scene, which made him down to earth for <laughs> yes, a second. Exactly. So. Kate Bishop calls him out on the fact like your problem is branding and nobody really appreciates the, you know, the, the don't want to, yeah, like, the, the mm-hmm. keep it secret. Don't you know, low profile. They want yeah. the heart on the sleeve and you don't play that off very well. And when he gets to do the LARPing and, you know, lets this guy win as he bows down, he's like, I fought Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> I God, fought Thanos. God damn it. I fought Thanos. 
Um, but he lets this uh, nice fireman win. Um, it was actually kind of cool. And, and then, like, that was kind of fun. And you know what they had at the end? It was kind of like, it was a low bones moment. It was a low bones. A little low bones. A little, 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 little nod to Letterkenny there. Any uh-huh. Letterkenny fans? Uh, yes, low bones. <laughs> and he's like, that's awesome. Um, which is so cool. We live in New York. Sorry for sirens. It makes Adam aggressively angry. I mean, you'd think we lived in the hood. <laughs> we just live in a city. That's really all. Anyway. Typical sounds of cities. Um, where was I going? The LARP. The LARP. I learned about LARPing when I was in high school. Really? I did. Um, I was not on the in the LARPing club per se, but I did like to watch the LARPing club. Very funny. Quite hilarious with foam swords. Um, I was friends with people who LARPed familiar with it i didn't realize there were rules though that was (laughs) that's different to me my brain associated cosplay and larping as one that is clearly not real yeah i mean to the untrained eye different things it does look like it might be some of the similar things and it might have surprised you early on in our relationship that i am not in fact a larper Mm -hmm. i'm not opposed to it i've been interested in checking out but the older I get now, it takes a lot of energy, and I don't know if I'd be able to play out a whole scene. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was exposed to LARPing, I think, as a sophomore or a junior, and there was a book we read that dealt with LARPing. And then my um, lit- literature teacher at the time, I want to say literature professor, and that was like not the right word, literature teacher um, at the time was like, let's make this a thing. <laughs> And I mean, he's the coolest teacher in the world. Shout out to Mr. Priest. <laughs> Love him to death. Um, but he was so funny and such a cool teacher. Like, really had that connection with students. But awesome, by the way. Always doing those kind of things. That's where I learned all about um, the song. Oh, I'm, I'm going to blank on things. That's fine. I'll stop. <laughs> but all kinds of cool stuff. Um, yeah, Mr. Priest. Um, but if you remember, if you remember, I think one of the first points I brought up with the LARP scene is one of my, so this is another uh, thing that we get into for, uh, topics for our show predictions. Mm -hmm. I predict that our character grills that he did low bones with, that he made friends with by the end of the LARP scene. I think that he's going to come back and, uh, we needed more allies. Yeah. He's going to become an unforeseen ally by the end of the season somehow at some for point for sure because he owes him one i mean he really did a, a solid for you know as he probably sees himself as a nobody Maybe in the those city eyes on the ground yeah yeah absolutely man in the chair absolutely you no, know man in the chair is the policeman this is the eyes on the ground like he like clint's already got a disability that could uh come to his detriment later in the season mm-hmm. and then maybe he's exactly like his man in the chair at some point somehow no the man in the chair is the police the police officer the detective that called what's it called uh, Kate. What, how do you figure? I, mean, I feel like he's an ally. I feel like Kate's going to need someone who knows all the things that are happening. Uh, Therefore, we do have she yet could to be see... more vigilante-like. She needs to know where the bad guys are and who they are. We do have yet to see how I the rest like of that plays out. I feel like he's man-in-the-chair type. Um, I, I wouldn't have... I wouldn't put him as an antagonist of any kind. I feel like he's a good I wouldn't ally. have put any more thought behind a thing, like just somebody tracking whatever down. But yeah, he could get more in-depth into whatever's going on with the, For sure. the tracksuit gang or whatever. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, but uh, we've also been introduced to a new character who you've read a little bit about in your research, and we uh, knew that she was coming into play before the series came out. The more that I read, but 
Echo. Echo. We're introduced to Echo at the end of the. Episode. And I got her name, which I'm guessing was a spoiler for like the season. Maybe ish, but I know that she's going to be a focal point for episode three. Maya, Maya Lopez, um, also known as Echo, played by Alakwa Fox. Alak, Alak, woo, words are hard. Alakwa, 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 Alakwa Cox. Which, okay. <laughs> I'm going to go with that. It's like Aqua in her name, which is kind of cool. Um, but she seems to be leading in the appearance of the tracksuit mafia. Which is cool. And she's also deaf. Yes. Another representation. Yes. Another true representation of an um, actual um, deaf actress. And in the comics, she's also deaf. So it's playing true yeah. to her character. Which is very good. Um, and is also known as the first Ronin. She's the original. That's in an the interesting comics. little. Okay. Huh. So Marvel does its own spin when it comes to cinematic. Versions. Yeah, but it is a cool tie in for how she um, fits into the story they're wanting to follow for people being after mm-hmm. the chaos that Ronan caused in the MCU. And in the comics, she's a skilled fighter with photographic reflexes similar to Taskmaster. Ooh, like so a Taskmaster. Like, fight. Very cool. And she's also the adopted daughter of Wilson Fisk, aka Kingpin. Well, see, I didn't know that technicality, and that That's gives more that gives more credence to the theory that we are going to truly see Kingpin pull so out in the series. I wonder if we we're not going to see him, but he's alluded to that, well, or like in like a one shot wonder. Maybe like, even if he gets a second of screen time, it's a big deal because there's been too much news circulating over the last what couple of years. That um, the MCU or the um, production team involved with the Daredevil series was kaput. They did, what, three seasons. Mm-hmm. They weren't going to do any more. We got what we got. Yeah, Mr. Daredevil is potentially in Spider-Man. Potent- God willing. It's, it's, there's so much to unpack in this uh, Spider-Man we'll movie. Again, Give us a week and a half. And yeah, we'll again, we're recording before... Two um, weeks. Sorry, I can do time. By the time you hear this episode, we will have already done our Spider-Man I episode coverage. I just time. I should know that that was two <laughs> weeks from now, not a week and a half. But there's, there's so much high expectation for Spider-Man, what it involves. But, yeah. But um, I think uh, the more news that I keep reading recently, that there is hope that even if um, Charlie Cox's uh, Daredevil isn't in Spider-Man, that they're still going to eventually return to the MCU, which is a big deal That'd if be they do. That'd be a big deal. Because uh, it, um, in Froggy my, or what's his name? Fo- fo- foggy. Foggy. In my opinion, it is the best and they cannot do better Marvel series that they have done connected to the MCU. Daredevil was the first and outdid themselves, especially when you consider the original live action stuff they did with Ben Affleck, which when it came out, uh, it, I, I had my own connections to mm-hmm. the era when that was released in theaters and I know it wasn't the best superhero movie it wasn't the best adaptation but it was the first for daredevil it was fun to watch mm-hmm. but it's apples and oranges even if you're a huge fan of the ben affleck daredevil movie which i don't think i've had you watch yet i'd really no i have not which i own but we could watch sometime but anyway you can't compare it to the daredevil series because the daredevil series was so monumental so groundbreaking mm-hmm. they i don't think that they got nominated or anything but they should win awards alone for it was either I think it was like episode two or three of the first season, the single shot scene in, oh, yeah. in the yeah. in the hallway. Yeah. That you want to talk about choreography. I love choreography. That stuff That's the weirdest thing I paid was to. unreal. As Adam and I pay attention to different things when we watch shows. <laughs> I pay attention to the oh, you know, someone had to like think to fight like that. 
what kind of fighting style is that? And they had Looks to, it up. They had to choreograph that, that musical play and all that mm-hmm. yada yada. Someone had to come on. <laughs> someone had to pitch that. That's that's where my brain is always blown. Um, no, I think we're leaning towards a very inclusive um, Avengers, which is very different than what we've seen because the previous Avengers group was pretty much white men. Yes. Yeah. Um, with a few females specifically mm-hmm. mainly white um and now we're going into a very inclusive so it'd be interesting to have someone who's blind someone who's deaf um black representation asian representation um we're gonna get miss marvel mm-hmm. um so you have the um words are hard what word am i looking for what, what character is that history? Um, Miss Marvel. Um, 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 where is she from? Pakistani. There you go. Obviously, in all four, all four of the more inclusive, more inclusive. Um, diverse Avengers teams going forward. Because um, we need to get like little people representation. Absolutely. We need to get that dwarfism represented. And here's uh, more news as we um, as we divulge, as we learn it, as we go uh, before we record our episodes. And I think I can put this out there now as we're recording this episode. Um, I was. It was to be expected after um, Spider-Man: No Way Home is released that they're gonna start moving forward towards a different person playing Spider-Man. That was been in the news a lot more recently. They've a- actually, as of a couple days ago, confirmed mm-hmm. that Tom Holland should be slated for another trilogy. So of, though, of Spider-Man. Oh, there you signed him on for six more, or not six, but six Three total more. movies. Yeah, so wow. as we still hope to expect that they can He's introduce a, um, a Miles Morales into the MCU, which they can still do. I would hope they do Miles Morales. I do too, um, which, you know, because like we had said in the last our last episode, you know, like is, you know, the, the Spider-Verse. My students would go ape for Miles Morales. Yeah. And there, there should be, t- there, there, there's room for Miles Morales to be inserted in there somewhere as they go more diverse in all yeah. these different spinoffs and movies and stuff. But that being said, it looks like Tom Holland's at least sticking around for quite a long while. And I think that's because um, since the conclusion of the 10-year saga Mm -hmm. of the original team and Iron Man was the heart of that team, Mm -hmm. he's now, as we've seen in many ways, passing the baton to Tom Holland Spider-Man. Yes. So he can, in turn, Mm -hmm. as he goes through his next three movies, pass the baton on to whoever else is going to follow him. Yes, which is probably Miles Morales. Or... Like Miles Morales included, but whoever else could be the potential like the next heart who's of, gonna carry it. Yeah. Well Spider Man has a big following. He so does. That's probably why they want to keep him. I imagine, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we're more on Hawkeye. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> after we talk about all the theories of what's happening and this is our holes. normal talk. Um, so we we enjoyed the LARPing. Um we did like the LARPing. So that was another uh Easter egg that I had found, or I think I had already shared with you, but mm-hmm. I, I eagle-eyed as I try to be, didn't actually spot it in the episode. I think it was shown technically in some behind-scenes footage or um, interviews with Jeremy Renner that they did their um, version of the OG costume for Hawkeye. Oh I'd yeah, seen pictures yeah, you of did it show online. me that. Someone was wearing the OG costume. Yeah, there. and at the LARP scene, so we're the we're always appreciative of when they're able to slide that in somehow, mm-hmm. like with the. Cap's first Avenger movie. It was the uh, USO mm-hmm. uh, outfit that he made him wear for OG Cap costume, which was really cool. What were some other examples they've done out there? Um, OG um, Wanda. 
OG Wanda, yeah, with the Halloween episode. There's OG Iron Man. OG Iron Man, yep. Um, OG Cap. OG Cap, we did him. I mean, I guess you can consider Spider-Man at least with, like, I think uh, in terms of... um, Yeah, with his, like, jacket and pants. With with I never really considered with some of the other movies uh, true quality, like, homemade costumes. They did a good version of a homemade costume for Spider-Man and Mm -hmm. and Homecoming. So, yeah. OG Vision. OG Vision. If you have Wanda, you gotta have Visions. Um, So this was another good uh, excuse for them to, even if I didn't quite see if, unless it's, like, true, true background. Mm -hmm. But in a way, they they slip somebody in there for an OG uh, Hawkeye costume, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I oh, and um, as for another uh, Easter egg, which I mean, I have to show you the vigil somehow. But so another attached uh, way for um, stuff they did in the comics. Mm-hmm. You remember when um, Kate and uh, Clint make back to her quote unquote safe house, her aunt's apartment or whatever. Yeah. And she's icing her wound mm-hmm. with a pizza box. Straight out of the comics. Aww, yeah. that's precious. That's very cute. So all the little details. Little details. It's always something we really appreciate. Aww. Um, one of the little Easter eggs, like you know how you love numbers in the shows? Mm-hmm. Um, in her password to find Clint for like the security was like Bishop 112012. Uh-huh. Um, that was homage to her first appearance in the comics. That's cool. Yeah. It was in November of 2012. So she's relatively a new comic. Question mark? Or that was an homage to something. New, I would say new-ish. New-ish. New-ish in terms of how new says. something new can be. But Oh. Um, was the cover date for Hawkeye Volume 4, Number 2, which marks Kate Bishop's and Lucky's, the dog's name, yeah. first appearance in this storyline. Okay. So there was... It just looks like random numbers, but it's not random. Hmm. Um, so there's always... Pay attention to all the numbers. That's what I've learned. Yeah, with yeah. Like, Marvel movies, like go to or license plates. Um, it, mm-hmm. It's an easy if you spot like we saw um, the list of uh, names on the apartments and all yeah. that. So it's good or the go-tos. tag number on the watch. On the watch. Yeah, it and I, I, something. I, yeah, we talked about that in our last episode. And I, the more I think about it, I think that uh, theory that you read mm-hmm. about uh, Ant Man. I think I'm going to go with that theory. You like that one? I think because. Um, or, like, the other alternative I said was uh, in Civil War, we knew that Tony wore a watch that was his Iron Man tech that gave him just the gauntlet to use in the moment of yeah. battle. Yeah. Um, I don't think that uh, just by glancing at it, I have to go back and look at it. I don't think the one we saw in this episode looked something similar to that. Mm-hmm. But that's an option for a theory. But the quantum mania stuff that we know is coming up eventually it just makes if a lot more it sense It feels right. Me. It being cleansed would be just be, like, too on the nose, too, like, but why would he care? Like, what would be so special about Clint's watch? So it can't be Clint's. No, it can't be Captain America's. Like, what would be so special about Captain America's watch aside from it being just Captain America's? Well, all the watch? details you gave are very good points, and I think I think I'm gonna call. It couldn't be like rockets because it's a person's watch. I'm gonna I'm gonna call that it has something to do with Ant Man because, um, as you mentioned, the detail that you unearthed that um, mm-hmm. Echo right. Echo is related. To Kingpin? Yes. So we've learned care. we've learned by the end of this episode that the tracksuit mafia, who are the ones that were seeking the watch, mm-hmm. are being led by Echo. Would you assume Kingpin would hire out people like the tracksuit mafia? Yes, because he always hires henchmen. He doesn't do his own dirty work. So uh. I think 
Um, oh, and there was also, and I think I noticed it in one of the articles that you were reading, mm -hmm. they off mentioned the selling of Avengers Tower. They never mentioned who the buyer was. Yeah, they never mentioned who the buyer is. Theories that Ever. I've... Theories that For I've... four years. Theories that I've gone past myself online is that Kingpin, behind the scenes, mm -hmm. bought it. But, well, now that I'm thinking and about it, though, if, he, if he bought it, then they wouldn't necessarily need to... Oh, wait, no, sorry. Never mind. The The... the they were talking about the wreckage of Avengers Compound, so that's the second HQ. But anyway, Kingpin, for all we know, could be the silent purchaser of the original Avengers Tower. But I think, behind the scenes, it might be uh, shown eventually, as we continue to watch Hawkeye, mm -hmm. that the tracksuit, the tracksuit mafia um, is led by Echo, and I think Echo is, behind the scenes, being led by Kingpin. Yeah. There's two theories of who owns the tower, um, it's either a dismissive, well, there's three. It's either a dismissive comment, like, stop asking who owns the tower. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not going to go with that <laughs> Sometimes I feel like Marvel's like, stop. <laughs> like, I wonder if, like, Kevin Feige's like, there's nothing there. Stop following that rabbit hole. Go away. There's no, no. And then the other two are, it's either Kingpin, mm -hmm. um, Wilson Fisk, or, or um, Mr. Oh, I'm going to get it wrong because I lost the page where it was that I was looking up. Um, but someone that is a variant of King the Conqueror. Okay, a King variant. So, and if it's a King the Conqueror variant, that would make sense because there was a picture that alluded to a King the Conqueror owning it in, back in Loki in like that dystopian end. Oh. Um, there's a picture with like their logo on it on the Avengers Tower. Interesting. Okay. Um, so like theoretically that could be a strong connection. Um, it's either one of those two. If they're going to play the Wilson Fisk, I would assume Wilson, Wilson Fisk. But if they're also wanting to allude to Kang being put into the world, yeah, which is also the That's other an interesting thing, tie. that would be an interesting tie. That's an interesting tie. I see the owning of Avengers Tower being something more of the um, Kingpin uh, motive. That mm -hmm. I just picture him like, I want to own Avengers Tower and whatever kind of power that can bring. I see Kang as much more higher level type of... Uh, conquering worlds and universes versus mm -hmm. what's Avengers Tower going to do for him. I don't know. I don't know. Just to especially give him since, a home beacon. Especially since I don't think there's necessarily anything Avengers-esque to, to make you more powerful if you own that space because we... I mean, this is just my own theory, but as we saw in Homecoming, mm -hmm. uh, Happy was in charge of vacating all the belongings out of the buildings. Whoever owns it probably just owns the space. Mm -hmm. And I think that would just be uh, logistical, legal uh, cards that Fisk could have up his sleeve. I don't right. see that as being as any advantage to Kang, in my opinion. But no. I could be wrong. I know. It's an interesting theory, though. I do. I do like if that's true, the tie-in for Loki. That's pretty cool. I love those It'd things that I don't Loki. catch at first. I would love to see Loki appear in Hawkeye. Or Wanda. <laughs> I miss Wanda. <laughs> It'd be funny if, I don't think he's going to, but if he appeared by the end of Hawkeye for whatever reason, and Clint's just like, God damn it, I was done with you so long ago. <laughs> Which version of you am I dealing with? But he doesn't know there's variants. That's true. They don't know that the variants just exist. Like, Only you, Loki knows that. What are, you, what are you talking about? I already fought Thanos. I'm done, dude. I'm retired. Like, I thought you died. <laughs> I thought we killed you. Yeah. I thought you were done. I really thought you were done. Are you? Are you messing with me? That'd be interesting. I want. I really want them to merge the, the on the series. The ones. series more, yeah. Because Wanda never appeared in Loki, and Loki never appeared in Wanda's, and I really want them to appear. Well, in the I others. think the 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 crossing of the streams will tie in more in the movies. But I want them now. 
But to me, that's why that's the big deal. Is like if if we do get to see even a monicum of screen time for Kingpin in this series, you're mm-hmm. gonna see me lose my cool. <laughs> no, 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 losing cool. No, you like to it. The end you game. En- you enjoy it. Losing cool. <laughs> end game losing cool was a different level for Adam that I've never really seen, or I, I will probably ever see truly again. Maybe in this Spider Man, I will finally get that. <laughs> I, no, I've told you. Like, perfect posture, sitting in a seat, getting ready to stand up in a theater. The the only It'll visual be... that one could imagine of the true on your edge type, on the edge of your seat type yep. of thing. But yes. The the picking up of the Thor's hammer and being cap. <laughs> <gasps> yep. Adam, oh, my God. Nothing will ever compare to that moment. And, until the 16th of December. I had my own geek out moment with WandaVisions. With what part? At the very end. Oh, where, where she, was she did the, the book? runes. You know, oh, the runes for the sure. The runes, yeah. and she met. She's like, oh, that's the runes. Mm-hmm. That was a good. That was, that was a good power play slide. moment. I I could rewatch that a lot. I love Wandavision. <laughs> love Wandavision. Oh, I, I'm blanking out on Cap and Bucky. What about Cap and Bucky? I forgot to mention that they were a series. Oh yeah, no. Um, I very, uh, very easily forgettable, and that's soldier. not okay with me. But it is very easily forgettable. <laughs> Unfortunately, my cousin would agree with you, but I enjoyed the series. I know you did. <laughs> I love the representation a, of that that's series. Another, yeah, that's another really huge great representation. One. Huge for many different of the reasons. passing of the shield, and I love Sam but so much. Easily forgettable. That could have been a movie. It should. Yeah. It should have been a movie. It, it was been. too long. You know what? I should rewatch that. There, uh-huh. there were so many um, nuanced themes in that series that I really appreciated, like mm-hmm. how ever I could feel every true fan of Captain America out there watching "quote unquote" U.S. agent misuse that shield was like, "You get the f off of my screen right now! <laughs> what you just did is not okay, right? And you need to go take a knee, right? <laughs> before we put your ass behind bars." Uh huh. It was, uh-huh. it was such a good show. It was a time. It was a time. Mm-hmm. There there were really great aspects of that series. It was just too drawn out for little, my liking. A little too drawn out. A little too, too much space between action scenes. Just too much. There was just too much space. You got me wanting to rewatch it again already, but... Uh. Uh-huh. Yeah. The Easily Forgettable series. <laughs> Easy forget- Easily Forgettable. Uh, I'll go rewatch that. You go rewatch WandaVision for there the There was the time. homage to his suit in the ca- in the comics. For Falcon? Yeah. For his version of um, Captain Cap- America. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Easily Forgettable. <laughs> Easily. I don't agree. Maybe not not intentionally, at least, because I, I enjoy Loki that show. I'm going to rewatch text. it. Because another little, okay, another little side tangent. When we <laughs> were visiting my cousins and we got to see them get their new Christmas ornaments and he got the falcon ornament and it was he so did. cool and I'm jealous and I want my own. And see, that should have triggered that. Oh, yeah, I watched that series. No, <laughs> no. It's just like, that's a really cool ornament. Yeah, go Falcon, Captain America. Woo. <laughs> like, my brain can't, can't, can't. I don't know. I, I've watched WandaVision a hundred times, mm-hmm. and I've watched Loki a couple times, Yeah, but I have not dibble-dabbled. Do you feel like you'll rewatch this one sometime after it's over? Probably. Mm-hmm. Probably. It has to keep going with momentum, though, if it doesn't have enough momentum. Well. Because Loki had a lot of momentum. There was a lot of big sequences. And then WandaVision, you were just like, what in the world is happening right now, and how do we fix it? Well, our next one up is episode three. 
and we've already seen what the title for that one's Echoes. Echoes. I've already watched it. You have yet to follow up with me. And after episode three, hopefully we'll be in tandem and watching together. Mm-hmm. But I already know what you're craving. You're going to get in episode three. I don't want to overs- oversell it. Are he, is he going to use the bow? It's going to be fun. Is he going to actually... There's stuff that you don't expect. Use a bow. Because Hawkeye has yet to pick up the bow. You know you know, you know, know the, the moment that you He even just, had a fighting sequence. Didn't pick up the bow. Do you know the moment you're just talking about where I weird out and, and fangirl in the movies? Yes. You might have that whole moment for yourself in this next episode. Why? Because it's cool and it's something you just don't expect. You're going to be like, oh, oh, oh. I'll, I'll, I'll make a prediction, so we'll see how she reacts. <laughs> so funny. So great. You're telling me not to read all the spoilers, so I can only look at episode one and two spoilers. And I'm not allowed to look at episode three spoilers. Well, hopefully... Uh, I have the, not. I have not. And more, I've been looking at this for hours now. The more that we go on, and if, um, as I plan to, watch the new episodes as they come out and then record right after, then mm-hmm. hopefully there won't be any extra spoilers beyond the ones that are available that we'll read for and right. talk about. So... That's the plan going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any more other Easter eggs? I don't think I had any else. I don't have any other ones. At least for episode two. Um, there's something about a movie poster in Moira's apartment, but that was just homage to one of the um, um, digital artists that work for Marvel Studios. Okay. Um, although he didn't work on this particular one, he's working. He's worked on Doctor Strange and Avengers: Infinity War. Oh, okay. So just a fun homage to him. Um, oh, and I don't know why this is an Easter egg. I don't understand. But as Clint and Kate are walking in Times Square, you can easily see the Disney store behind oh, them. <laughs> I didn't catch that. And this is weird because disney has shut down most of their stores huh because covid they don't need to goes back to my tangent earlier today why is disney so expensive oh yeah don't even get they don't even need the money they really they really don't need the money they have a monopoly in many ways i don't think they have a true monopoly yet but they are like Honestly, and this is this is just I, I'm not an economics major. We have a cousin that is, but I'm just gonna say <laughs> my opinion is that just like Michelle says, Disney owns so much already, and I'm sure there's probably already more out there. They're already in the works of acquiring. If you made Disney World and land more affordable, you can make more money in the long term because so many people probably pass on it because it is so too expensive. I I am all for princesses. <laughs> And things like that. And I love Disney so much. I have no desire to go to Disney World for the cost. Yeah. No desire. Unless a world happens where we become rich if and we I take our kids. If I win the lottery with hundreds of millions, of, or as a child I babysat, Poe Billion. <laughs> Poe Billion. If I earned Poe Billion amounts, um, then, then yes, then I would go. But mm. I am not a Poe Billionaire. So... <laughs> Here I am. I think we're going to call this episode Poe Billionaire. Poe Billionaire. Um, I love children and how they say things, and I will use that forever because they make me laugh. Huh. Um, I'm a Poe Billionaire, and I wish to be one. <laughs> I was like, how much is that? It's a lot. <laughs> money. told me. How much is that money? Money. They understand money has value, but they don't understand the number of that value. Dun, dun, dun. 
<sighs> well, that's all the fun things I have for the first two episodes. Yeah, let's see. Um, I mean, other details so far. I mean, you had your own uh, still, I think, going um, theories on Jack, the character of Jack, the fiancé to the mom. We got to see mm-hmm. him uh, fence with Kate Bishop. So we already know that he's he's hiding something. You still are keeping with your theories of like the mom's going to turn out to be an antagonist. I'm sticking with Jack. We'll see how that plays out. That she's still the antagonist. Maybe it's still? too easy. Yeah, maybe it's too easy. But we already know that he's a, he's swordsman. Oh, Eleanor just feels sketchy. I don't get that vibe. No, no, she just feels like she knows everything and she's just acting a fool. I mean, the only the only she just feels like she's always in control. The only point that I'll give you for that is in the first episode when it was a little bit too mysterious for me. When you see the uncle that we see die at the end of the episode, Mm -hmm. um, get into blows with her or whatever back in this closed room while Kate's listening in, Mm -hmm. and she just brushes it off when she asks him asks her about it, right? Um, Or how they never point out that she has like cuts on her face when they were talking to her in the her um, in the in the security when she finds them in the security at work. Huh. They don't ask. She clearly has bandages on her face. They never ask her. Kate or the mom? The mom. I never ask why Kate has been hurt. I've got to go back. Wow, you're picking up on a lot of nuance. See, this is what I was talking about. This is why I love us watching this stuff together. I am so busy being a fanboy picking up on the high-level stuff, and you're picking up on all the subtle details. This is like little things where I'm like, is that like a mess up, or did they just like not care that she got physically hurt? No, that's got to be. Disney does things intentionally. Until, unless with your theories of, like, Foggy's like, just please ignore that. It's not a thing. Just stop digging. Stop digging. Because <laughs> it was the scene where he's like, I read the book. She's like, money well spent. Like, <laughs> right? that, that yeah, scene. Yeah. Where it's like, why did they not be like, where, how did you hurt your head? How did huh. you hurt your chin? Like, you can clearly, because her hair is, like, first covering when she walks in. You're like, I'm like, oh, that's smart. But as she's sitting there, it gets revealed. Okay. So either edited wrong, which we love looking at edits mm-hmm, wrong, mm-hmm. and two, or two. They didn't care. They already knew. Interesting. What if they already know? Interesting. Well, it because Jack kind of looked like he already knew. To your when he was like gave her the butterscotch, yeah. and she flipped out. He was like, ah, oh, crap. Yeah. To your credit, I will say at least for the average viewer like me, even though big fan, but average viewer like mm-hmm. you and Dave, my friend Dave, are very good at picking up on very subtle things. Mm-hmm. It would be to average viewers like me a surprise by the end if she turns out to be hiding more than we realize. Oh, so like to your she's, credit, she's, she we'll see. You were you already. What, what was, do you know about Eleanor that makes her a good person, though? Yeah, you don't they, know. They anything. don't show her a whole lot right now. No, she's yeah. She, mysterious or her husband mysteriously died in the 2012 accident, mm-hmm. and then. She's been single this entire time and all of a sudden is remarried, but is still making a ton of money when they were making no money, but somehow have a penthouse. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. I have so many I th- that That little detail, I think, is going to be looked over, but you have a point. And then, like, Kate keeps messing up and getting in trouble, and she's able to write it off. Yeah. Write it off. Yeah. Still love her comment that rich people and young people think they're invincible, and that Kate is both. The only thing, the only thing that I thought about with your argument for that mm-hmm. is the dad dies, even though they were probably in dire financial straits. Life insurance. Life insurance. Well, dad is also on the. Um, I guess it doesn't make sense. It makes sense. I guess it's fine on IMDb, IMDb as a character, but I guess he was a character for all of like two minutes. Right. But I wonder if there was more to him. I, I'm going to guess no, but you have interesting theories. You do. What if he didn't die? <laughs> we didn't see the body. That, that I'm going to call a de- it's dead and buried. Because well, in the <laughs> comics, Eleanor is supposed to die, not the dad. And Eleanor 
faked her death and comes back as her like arch nemesis. Hmm. Interesting. Very cool. But Marvel always changes things. Look at all our little tiny circles. <laughs> yeah, we're done with our snacks. <laughs> we gotta like arrange them in a certain way. It's my weirdness coming out. I it's think, my child inside me. I think we've covered most of the uh, meat of the episode. Yeah. Was there anything else anything that weird stuck out to you? Um, policeman's gonna be an ally. Yeah, I'm, I'm called. His name is Grills, so that's my. Oh, prediction. not that. That's Fireman. The detective. Oh, you're calling out the... Okay, so your prediction's the detective. I don't know if there's going to be much more to him. He come off to me as like a bad guy of any no, kind. No, I, I think just, he just come off of like he's doing his job and then I think she's going to build a friendship on it. I want to bet you. Maybe, maybe. Like, that, that uh, she, he's like going to be the remember, man in the chair and be like, hey, you, there's this going on. Can you investigate if it? If you remember in Daredevil when uh, like the main kind of... Not detective, but he was like the lead chief of police or something that was yeah. always catching him on the scene. Yeah. And they were low bones and a lot. Or he's just like, I'm going to let this slide because I know you're doing a good deed. Mm-hmm. That's the extent that I see his character playing in this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm definitely feeling like, uh, the <laughs> to the extent that I can play Dave's brain of like, this is going to come into play later. I'm calling Grills is going to be an ally for Clint by the end of the season mm-hmm. or towards the end of the season so is that protect you in a hurricane comment it was so specific that i'm interested to see if something comes about for you later yeah you weather the storm and then she goes a hurricane well okay now that just reminded me of something and i hate we just need to watch the episode we're gonna do it next tomorrow but anyway um there's an even another um nod to some stuff that you've already watched in the mcu for next episode that you'll appreciate and i wonder i bet you'll pick up on it without me having to say anything will i is anything psychological? No. Oh, it's it's right in your face. It's just, it's a conversation, but you'll you'll see. I love everything that's psychological. Yeah. Psychological warfare. <laughs> Tis my favorite. Well, I think that's like uh, poor Clint has a little bit of PTSD. Oh, gets a oh, for nervous. sure. Gets well, a little. Well, it, at least there's a good laugh there. At least like if he sees Nat, he's done. Oh, sure. Obviously, that's. I think that's the thing. If this is the end of his story arc for the majority of him being in the MCU, I don't think that's it is. maybe. For the mo- but for the most part, mm-hmm. um, I think that could be the the arc of the finishing arc of his character is overcoming that PTSD. But I was gonna say at least they gave a good laugh for that and for him in this episode. Like, uh, how'd you you know lose your hair or whatever? It's like hard to tell. Hard to tell. <laughs> Play to more Christmas music where it's like cue every battle scene in the MCU. Yeah, you would lose Rain your hair. falls and blasts and yeah. stuff. Oh no! The other thing that I was reading about. Um, so we had the Avengers, which is obvious. Um, right now, the MCU is leaning towards either the West Coast Avengers or the Young Avengers storylines. Yeah. Um, so you're gonna get a bunch of young characters, but Clint is supposed to be kind of like Papa Clint. Oh, like, cool! He's in charge of all okay. of them. Like not as like the leader going out to fight, but like but just like a the, dead mother type of thing. Yeah, yeah, like one that like protects them, yeah. gives them that guide, like that. I like that. The um, in in. Education. You would call it the words of the wiser. <laughs> He's going to be the words of the wiser. We love our alliteration. <laughs> <laughs> the things I you know in teaching <laughs> words of the wiser. That's cool. I like um, that. Is one of those things. So I think he'll he'll stick around, but he's not going to be your end all be all action fight scene. I think he'd be coming and be like, "I'm going to put my foot down," feeling, and finish something. Yeah, I could call that. But I don't think he's done because Jeremy Renner is just chill. 
And he loves anything that gives him a challenge. I think he enjoys this role, too. He does. Did you know Jeremy Renner did everything that scared him for, like, a long time so he has no fears? He's a fearless. I might have read that somewhere. He's, like, legit fearless. I might have read that somewhere. He has no fears about life. He's not afraid of death. He's not afraid of... I think it was in your um, podcast that you listened to with um, Michael Rosenbaum. Rosenbaum. Where he did... He, like, literally challenged himself to be a faces fears yeah i mean like, no fears of the death ma- no fears of dying the major thing i remember from if that was uh no no i think i'd have to look back on this because my memory's fuzzy, fuzzy sometimes i think the episode i listened to with him interviewed was on uh justin long's podcast maybe i'm pretty sure some because those are ones um, that i both listen to but uh the one thing i remember taking away from his his energy learning more about him as a person mm-hmm. is that he's got very chill personality very Hawkeye. Yeah. That's so. why he fits the role really yeah. well. Very chill. Very mild-mannered. Just does what he wants. Doesn't Does really stuff to be happy. Doesn't do it for the publicity. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of like... like oh, oh, I was just going to say, like a Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Yeah. We love, we love people that are just kind of chill. Mm-hmm. They put they're good... just kind of humble just to be humble, but they're... they're not like in your face like, look at what I did. Exactly. I, I want the credit. They, could, they put good stuff out in the world. Yeah. This has been a long rambling talk. No, it's been good. But I think that's a that's a good length for our episode, so we should go ahead and cut it because my battery is getting low here anyway. Oh no! But so that's episode two, um, uh, hide and seek for and seek. Hawkeye. And next up, listen for us to cover episode three, which is going to be an exciting one for you. Just like just Why? just like just just like they've had the tendency to do, like we talked about with my cousin John, and how it's like, uh, it was such a slow burn for WandaVision, but didn't it pan out? Yeah, it did. So it's gonna be good. <laughs> didn't it pan out? <laughs> Does Wanda come in? I'd be so happy. No, I'm not. But anyway, <laughs> you dismiss that so easily, so it's not true. But it's <laughs> you'll be disappointed now if she's not. So anyway, <laughs> Wanda. That's our episode for today. I love her. I'm Adam. I'm Michelle. And this is Fanboy Protocol with Mm -hmm. Michelle and Adam. I want Wanda. (laughs) I want her so. I love her. (laughs) Follow us on socials too. You can search us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter by searching at Fanboy Protocol. Look, I made an array. Oh, wow. I I, I can't deal with you anymore. All right. Tune in next time. Thanks, everyone. I made an array.